Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What's up, what's up, and what's happening, everybody? Welcome into episode 158 of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight I'm back with one of my co-hosts, Dustin Smith. We're here to talk all things Auburn sports, and what a day it has been on the plains. The Auburn Tigers this morning started out looking like the administration and the new athletic director, John Cohen, were going to move on from head coach Hugh Freeze. Uh, We heard some possible names like Dan Lanning, James Franklin, Brian Johnson, those could possibly be some names to take the head coaching position. Ultimately, I was hearing Brian Johnson was the leader, if not Hugh Freeze. And then around lunchtime, we all started seeing things come up on message boards and Twitter and social media that head coach Hugh Freeze had jumped back into the race and it really felt like John Cohen was going to make the move. And then around 3 o'clock, The Auburn Tigers and John Cohen in this administration announce that head coach Hugh Freeze is leaving Liberty for the Auburn Tigers. So, me and Dustin are here tonight. We want to talk about it. We want to get his thoughts about it. This is a new era in Auburn football, and we are so excited to get this thing going. So excited. We are moved past Coach Brian Harson. It is a new era. It's a new beginning. It's a fresh start. And it's time to get rolling. So we're going to kick this thing over here to the Billy Up Sports Network, and we're going to get right at it. Like always, War Damn Eagle. Thank you for listening to this Billy Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. Welcome back in, everybody. And tonight we're here with my co-host, Dustin Smith. Like always, we're here to talk some Auburn Tiger sports. And Dustin, man, it was a crazy day on the plains today. 
Uh, how you feeling about everything that went down, brother? I'm so excited, man. Uh, I just want to scream. I just want to scream into this mic. Uh, super pumped up. If you listened to last night's episode, <laughs> we didn't make any uh, any bones about how we felt about the situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're still strong, and in my opinion, they made the uh, they made the right decision. And the most important thing is they stood by their guns. Mm-hmm. They made the decision that they thought was the best decision, and I'm excited about that. And ready to move forward man and let's start winning some football games yeah Dustin and and I know we were talking last night and we were kind of worried about the pushback and was was Cohen and this administration were they going to leave Hugh Freeze were they going to move on to a guy like a James Franklin a Brian Johnson we even heard a Dan Lanning you know and we see them stick to their guns man yeah, Jeff Brom, like that one. That one was. I was just like, "Come on, man!" Like now we're just throwing, we're throwing crap out here. Like, come on. And and it really, what I'm talking about, Dustin, is it kind of made us look clownish, man? Like it, it reminded us. It took me back to right before Brian Harson was fired, because if you remember, I mean, right before Brian Harson was hired, I should say, uh, glad he's been fired. But right before he was hired, man. Uh, you, you heard of like Sark turning us down. You heard of Billy Napier turning us down. Apparently, Bill Clark turning us down. Like there was all these just negative stories, and it it flirted out into the national media that nobody wanted the Auburn job. So we miss on Lane, and then here we go. It kind of starts circulating, Dustin. That all of a sudden. We're right back to square one, right where we were at in 2020, and nobody wanted the Auburn job. Ole Miss fans started creeping in. Mississippi State fans, Arkansas fans, Georgia fans, all these people on social media were like, man, why doesn't anybody want that job? You know, I had a couple people in my mentions, Ole Miss fans, saying, oh, we thought you were a top five job. We thought you were better than Ole Miss. And how did you feel, man, with – all the pushback and everybody just coming in and saying, hey, we need to move on from Hugh Freeze and go to an option C or maybe even an option D because I'll be honest with you, Dustin, I was pissed when I woke up this morning and I heard that. Yeah, I was, I was pretty upset. Uh, just kind of just kind of threw my hands up. Um, and like we talked about last night, there's no reason to rehash it. It was about, are y'all really going to let the mob win? Yep. And, by the way, the mob is not the majority, mm-hmm. and the attendance will show that next year, mm-hmm. guaranteed, guaranteed. And I bet a lot of these mob people still gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, dude, it was frustrating. Uh, I when you see a name like Jeff Brahms or a guy that is a quarterback coach in the NFL, it's just or or people wanting to promote Cadillac despite Cadillac saying, I'm not ready for this job, mm-hmm. which that's really selfish of you. And you would be putting our boy in a terrible position. Mm. If he says he's not ready, he's not ready. And mm-hmm. for you to think that you know better than he does, I just, whoa, uh, man, a lot of, a lot of arrogance on social media uh, that's for sure and but listen man at the end of the day uh, we got the guy that 
was my second choice going into the whole process. Yeah. And a guy that wants to be at Auburn. Mm-hmm. And we talked about this when the whole search started. We were both Lane Kiffin number one, but we acknowledged that a guy like Hugh Freeze, you can see Hugh Freeze successfully coaching Auburn mm-hmm. 10 years later. You can't see that with Lane Kiffin. And what we're starting to find out about some of these negotiations, like we talked about last night, all that stuff about the family and wanting to stay because of the kids, eh, it looks like Lane Kiffin asked for a buyout Mm. that Auburn was not ready to a Jimbo-type buyout. And the clause, if I understand correctly, that he could still get the buyout if he left for another job. Mm-hmm. Well, and I and my my apologies to John Cohen for being hard on him last night. I still don't think the process was handled the best way from a PR standpoint. Yeah. Um, now whether that's on him or not, I don't know. But ultimately, like, come on, man, you got to get you can't you got to get ahead of this kind of stuff. Um, but it's it's like uh, ultimately they got the guy that. I think long-term is going to be a good fit and a guy that wants to be at Auburn and there's not any question about the effort that Hugh Freeze is about to put into this job. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Dustin, the whole process was frustrating, man, but I, I'm, I, at the end of the day, I'm happy with where it landed. Yeah. And you know, I look at this and, and, Look, man, we did a whole episode on our top three candidates, right? It was Lane Kiffin, Hugh Freeze, and Deion Sanders. And I'm going to start here, Dustin, is when I started hearing this morning that they could possibly move on from from Hugh Freeze and everything, and it was, you know, the Brian Johnsons and, and the James Franklins and the Jeff Brahms, and the only one I was really on board with was Dan Lanning. All right, because uh, he was under Kirby. He won a national championship as a D.C. last year for Georgia. And so I was really on that boat for Dan Lanning, but I knew it was a, a slim chance for Dan for Dan Lanning. And, Dustin, I knew that Auburn couldn't go up to Phil Knight up there in Oregon with Nike, and the buyout was just too much. And the things to get Dan Lanning back down here with just one year at Oregon, it was just going to be too difficult, right? So I knew that was kind of out of play. And I had heard from a guy that I talked to on the Oregon beat, and Joel told me, he was like, there's no way Dan Lanning's coming to Auburn. He was like, it's not happening. He was like, I'm sorry. It's just, you know, it is what it is. And so... I started talking to a guy that I've had on the pod uh, numerous times, and he kind of deals with Penn State. He writes for Penn State, West Virginia, Pitt, and all that. So I, I messaged him, and I was like, man, what do you think about James Franklin to Auburn? And he was like, no way. It's just they're all smoke screens. And so like, I didn't, I didn't think that was a possibility, but I did start believing that Brian Johnson was a real possibility. And 
I'm not calling Brian Johnson a bad coach. Like last night when I put on Twitter, there's no way Auburn's about to hire Brian Johnson. It's just the fact, man, that Brian Johnson has never been a head coach in this league. Okay? And that strike one. Look, I know he played quarterback at Utah. I know he come to Mississippi State and coached under Dan Mullen. I know he went to Florida and become the OC for Dan Mullen there. And they put up a 1,000 yards with Kyle Trask and Kyle Pitts. And I know that offense was lethal. And I know they went to the SEC championship game and all those types types of things. But he has never been a head coach in this league. And I looked at the recruiting side of it, Dustin, and I said, is can Brian Johnson walk into a room with Nick Saban and Kirby Smart and even Josh Heupel and Elaine Kiffin at Ole Miss, and can he win a recruiting battle? And I just don't think he would win majority of the recruiting battles. I don't. I, I just – I really don't, man. And – I wasn't saying that he was a bad coach. Would I have backed Brian Johnson? Absolutely, I would have backed him. I would have been ecstatic for him. I'd, I'd have been on board 100%, just like I am with Hugh Freeze. But I look at a guy like Hugh Freeze, man, and I'm sitting here going, how are we about to pass this up? Like, we passed it up in 2020, and what 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 would have Hugh Freeze done with Bo Nix, man? Like, Hugh Freeze would have hit the transfer portal. Hugh Freeze would have had an offensive line. All right. Hugh Freeze would have done wonders with Bo Nix. What what would Auburn have been these past two years with Hugh Freeze at the helm, Dustin? And that was my point. That is what I'm making. And then people come at me and they're like, well, what's wrong with Brian Johnson? Nothing. But if you got Deion Sanders being offered by Colorado and USF, then why are you talking about Brian Johnson? 100%. Because neither one of them's coached in this league as head coaches, but I know Dion can walk into a room, Dustin, with Nick Saban and Kirby Smart and and win a recruiting battle. All right, because he won some with Jackson State. All right, and that was my biggest thing, man. Is I look at a guy like Hugh Freeze. I know what you're going to get on offense. I know that he's going to go out and and put together a hell of a staff. And so I was scared this morning that Auburn was going to Jabba. Just Auburn being Auburn for those who do not know the term. Jabba. And it has happened over and over and over again. And I know we were even starting to get a little uh, critical of John Cohen and saying, hey, man, like you said that you were going to kill Jabba. And don't mess this up. And by God, Dustin, he comes out this afternoon around noon. Some things started, some some smoke started circulating, man. And I started hearing some things that, hey, maybe Hugh Freeze ain't out of this thing. He's starting to circle back around. And some people think he might be getting the job. So I made a, I made a, a quick little... A quick little message and, and drew something up and shot it over to a guy that I talked to on the Auburn beat. And he messaged me back and he said, look, man, I honestly believe it's a two-man race. It's between Brian Johnson and Hugh Freeze. And so I was like, okay, you know, like that that's exciting. That's exciting. Like I can deal with that. I'm cool with that. Because when I heard of names like Jeff Brom, I was like, come on, man. Like not yeah, this again. Fine. Not this again. Don't go this route again. And and once again, I'm not downing Jeff Brom as a, as a head coach. I'm not, but I just don't think he's the fit at Auburn. I don't think he's the guy that could turn this sinking ship around. And so, around one o'clock, 
my good old buddy Lance Dahl, who I've had on this podcast, he kind of hit Twitter with an eye emoji. And I was like, oh boy, it's going down. That right there told me. All right. So what do I do? I message my buddy Lance and he says, hey, just keep your eyes peeled. All right. Keep your eyes peeled this evening. He said, quick, refresh your phone, check Twitter, uh, check the message boards, whatever you got to do. He said, just make sure your eyes are peeled, man. He said, I think Auburn's got their guy. All right. So I knew right then and there that John Cohen had not messed this up. And it really sounded like all things had turned to Hugh Freeze. And so then I sent another message to my guy, back to my first guy. I'm not going to throw his name out there. Um, And I said, hey, man, is it Hugh Freeze? And he said, absolutely. And he said, (laughs) I said, will the announcement be before 5 o'clock? And he said, absolutely. And so I knew right then and there, man, you know, I – I felt excited. I felt like a new era, Dustin. And it was the first time in two years, man, besides Cadillac, it was the first time in two years where I actually got excited about Auburn football. And I stood up at work, and I started clapping my hands, and I was hollering, man, because I was like, let's go. Like, we, we've we got a guy, man, that he's proven in this league we have watched him go up toe-to-toe against Saban at Ole Miss, and we know what he can do with his, with scheme. We know all the all the players, man, that, that he uh, brought out of Ole Miss. Man, go look at the receiving cores that he had at Ole Miss. Go look at the Kimdichi brothers that he had at Ole Miss and, and just stuff like that, man. Like, his defenses were pretty dang good at Ole Miss. So, like, I mean – there's potential with this hire to be great, Dustin. And I thought we were about to blow it, dude. And I just I want to give all the credit to John Cohen and this administration because I know that all the backlash, man, and, and they were hearing it. But you dropped your nuts, all right? You know, if you don't agree with me saying that, I hate it for you. But you dropped your nuts and you made a hire. You made a hire. You stuck to your guns, man. And that is the biggest thing for me is you come out and you told them it is my decision. I'm the one who makes this hire. I'm not listening to Auburn Twitter, who everybody clowns upon. Auburn Twitter thinks they're just so great, okay? And it is. It's fun to get on Auburn Twitter, all right? I have an absolute blast on there. But Auburn Twitter needs to look in the mirror, okay? You need to look in the mirror because other people, other universities, and other fan bases were calling you a trash program. They were calling you bottom-of-the-barrel SEC purgatory. And this whole time, Auburn Twitter's over here thinking that they're better than they actually are, Dustin. And that is what I'm most excited about with John Cohen in this hire, is John Cohen stuck to his guns, and he made the hire. And he told us it was going to be his hire from the start. And he was going to run this football program his way. And he did it, Dustin. He did it. And I'm damn proud of him. Yeah. Me too. I'm proud of it. Whoever. I'm proud of Cohen. I'm proud of Stephen Roberts. Whoever, uh, Stephen Roberts has shot an off on it. Because we've heard for a long time in regards to Hugh, that uh, he wouldn't sign off on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, appreciate you, Greg Sankey. Uh, 
if if the uh, if the yellow cowboy had anything to do with it. <laughs> I appreciate you, baby. Um, and I'll say this about the yellow cowboy. Rumor is, and I, you know, I feel pretty confident in saying this, or I wouldn't say it. Rumor is, he likes you, Freeze. Yeah. And he wants to put his money behind you, Freeze. And he's wanted to do that for some time. Mm-hmm. So that's been a big complaint. Well, seems like everybody's on board. And Hugh has a meeting later in the week with On the Victory. And uh, Brian Harson never met with On the Victory. Mm. And he's going to do it within his first three days on the job. Mm. Things are about to change, buddy. Things mm-hmm. are about to change. And like you, this morning didn't feel good. Um, I thought that the wrong people were going to win. I thought that the loud, loud uh, minority was going to win. But I'm glad that everybody stuck to their guns and they made the right decision. And you have a guy now that is hungry to prove himself, knows how to do it. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing. All these people that are complaining, first off, you haven't really researched these situations that you're complaining about, apparently. Yeah. But... You need to look into them because some of your claims, I'm not going to say them on this podcast, but some of these claims that people are out there say are just, it's like, oh, you don't need to be in prison for a long time if you did that, right? Yeah. I mean, this is, this is just absolutely ridiculous. And there was a, there was a space tonight that all the, everybody that's so upset put on. And, <laughs> uh, a very prominent person. In the Auburn Twitter world, said in this space that uh, this is how she felt when Donald Trump got elected. With all due respect, what happened when Trump got elected? Did he not serve his term and then lose an election and then go away and mm-hmm. another person come in and is now serving as president? Mm-hmm. And your life went on mm-hmm. and my life went on and everything worked out just fine, didn't it? Mm-hmm. You may not align some of the policies, and we won't get into all that. That's fine. But at the end of the day, the night that Trump got elected, y'all told me the world. I heard the world was going to end. Yeah. And everything went just – I actually paid a little over a dollar for gas. It got better, to be honest with you. That's a, <laughs> that's a story for another day. Um, oh, my goodness. Didn't blow up, though. Yeah. And it's not, it's not going to blow up now. Yeah. It's, it's all going to be okay. Things are going to blow up. I'll tell you what's going to blow up. A guy that got a top five recruiting class at Ole Miss now has the Auburn resources. A guy that was pulling in top 25, top 30 classes to Liberty, the same university. Okay, here's the thing about Liberty. When you took over, that was their second year ever in D1 football. Mm-hmm. And he goes out and, and wins a bowl game right right out the gate. Yeah, Hugh Freeze can coach, man. And if you if you don't think that, then listen to the coaches. Mm-hmm. Listen to the people that know football that do it for a living, mm-hmm. and they'll all tell you Hugh Freeze can coach. And you- this idea that is being that was going around of 
Well, why isn't he a candidate for any other job? He has been. Everyone's been scared to pull the trigger because he made a big mistake. Well, du- well, Dustin, you you know one thing about that though is I feel like he was zeroed in on the Auburn job though. Like I'm he's not wanted it for two years, and he's made he's made no secrets of it. Yeah, and and I- Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I don't think he was going anywhere else. I don't think he would have left Liberty for any any place else except maybe a West Virginia. You know, I, I heard some smoke around him going there, but I just don't think he would have went anywhere else. You know, I, I think he wanted to get back into the Southeastern Conference, and I think he knew the way things were going with Brian Harson, the Auburn job was going to open up. And he didn't want another job, Dustin. He wanted to be on the planes. And Auburn fans, be be ecstatic. Be proud. Be happy that you have a man that loves Auburn. Because I can tell you the last one, he damn sure didn't love Auburn. He no, didn't, he didn't sweet, love Auburn. No. But now you got a guy who's going to love Auburn. And let me tell you something. All the people out there who say I'm done supporting Auburn football and all of this stuff, when we're nine and two or ten and one or even eight and three. Right. I don't want to see you in Jordan Hare Stadium. Don't don't come back around when Auburn's fighting to get into the twelve team playoff. Don't come back around and say, Oh, well, I'm I'm back on board. I'm back on board. I'm here. I'm I'm back. No, you're not back. You're done. All right. I want you to be just like when Miley Cyrus, which we want to talk about Trump becoming president. Remember when everybody said, oh, well, I'm moving to Canada. All right. No, <laughs> dog. Keep that same energy. Keep that energy. All right. Yeah, that none of them moved. You want to know why? Because Auburn fans are going to do the exact same thing, Dustin. They're going to see that Auburn starts winning games. Hugh Freeze is going to move around Auburn. He's going to go around to, on campus. He's gonna uh, he's going to go to basketball games. He's going to go to baseball games. He's going to be a big figure on campus, and people will eventually loosen up to it. He will win games at Auburn. And eventually, people are going to come around and be like, you know what, that guy, he's done it the right way at Auburn. And we owe him an apology. We have to go up to Hugh Freeze and say, you know what, man, you've done it squeaky clean here. And look, if he messes up at Auburn, then he messes up and we got to get rid of him. All right, But the man deserves a shot back in the Southeastern Conference, and I will die on that hill that Hugh Freeze is the right guy for this job, Dustin. And I truly believe that. And if you're not excited, then we don't want you as an Auburn fan. And and like I said last night, the quicker that Auburn gets away from the creed and the family and all that stuff that was holding you back because you needed a, a true Auburn man. It, look, all the people like you said last night, Dustin, who go to the university and they, oh, well, I paid money to go to school at Auburn and I'm an alumni and everything. Okay, just listen. Just listen. 
That right there where Auburn needs an Auburn man, it was holding us back. All right? And trust me, I'm not sitting here saying that Hugh Freeze is an angel and what he done was right. All right? It was wrong, but we've all made mistakes. Okay? No person is squeaky clean. Like I said last night, no person is squeaky clean. But this guy, if he comes to Auburn and he starts winning and he goes around campus and he gets into the community, he works in the community, he gives back to our community, then you got to love him, man. You got to welcome him with open arms. You have to. And all these people that are just bashing him, man, what are we doing? Like, you're so quick to cast a stone. But man, just just sit back. Not like I said, not everybody is perfect, man. People mess up every day and you don't you have no idea tomorrow might be your day to mess up. You don't know. You don't. You might think that you're squeaky clean, Dustin. And all of a sudden tomorrow your your life might change. And guess what? You might make a mistake and that's it. Now you've been judging coach Hugh Freeze this whole time and now you've messed up. So now you got to look in the mirror. And that is where I stand on it, man. I'm over I'm over the hills, over the mountains excited for Hugh Freeze to be our football coach, man. And and, and I will I will die on that hill and I will I will take up for Hugh Freeze and he is our football coach, damn it. And I am proud that he is our guy because Robbie Ashford's fired up too, Andy. The play, all the they say all the players are fired up. Uh, Justin Hokinson said all the players are fired up. That they've had reports that, that when the players were when they were told and they found out that the locker room was electric, that they immediately perked up and was like, "Hey, we got a guy, you know, we got a guy." And hey, go ahead, man. I want to change one of my stances from last night. Yeah, <clears throat> I want to go to a bowl game now. Uh, yeah, I, I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring because, that up because things change, mm-hmm. and now we now we have a guy that I you know yeah I know he knows what he's doing, and now that we know Cadillac's staying, we you know Hugh can go hit the portal. He can do the recruiting he needs to do. It's it's just it works so perfect, man. Like Cadillac can be that bridge. Yep. Um. So these bowl practices really give us an opportunity, give Coach Hugh an opportunity to get, you know, to steal some time and, and get a head start. And so I, I've seen the projection was, like, how do you say it, the Gasparilla Bowl yeah. uh, versus Houston. I would love I would love to get that back. And uh, if guys like Tank and Derek don't come back, uh, don't play, I understand. But I would yep. love to see them play um, – one more game and if it was if Saturday was our last game uh man appreciate the hell out of you guys and love y'all and Tank Bigsby is finishing number 7th all time on the rushing list and that's behind one of the worst offensive lines in Auburn history so we love you Tank appreciate everything that you put into it man you hit the nail on the head nothing but love for those guys nothing but love for those guys man Everything that this team went through and all of these Auburn fans out there who might say, oh, this season was a disaster. And and I agree up to a certain point, all right, uh, up to the point of Brian Harson being fired. It was a disaster. It sucked. I made a a pledge 
to my wife, she said, Blake, do you want to go back to an Auburn game? And I said, absolutely not. And she said, why? And I said, because it's miserable. And she looked at me and she said, I've never heard you say that. She said, we have been together for three and a half years and we we just got married uh, this past August. And look, Dustin, I... I I couldn't get married during football season, so we got married in August, man. Uh, that's a rule, of course. A- absolutely, and and she wanted to get married in September, October, uh, and I yeah. said, absolutely not. And she said, well, how about on the weekend of Western Kentucky? And I said, that's a no-can-do, all right? So it's got it's got to be in the month of August. So we got married in 90-degree heat in Fruitdale, Alabama. That's right. And, guns, baby. Yeah, and so that was the first time she had ever heard me say that and i said we went to that penn state game and when i walked out of the stadium in the third quarter i told her i said this is my last trip to jordan hare stadium as long as potato head is the coach it's my last trip and she was gonna she was gonna get me tickets to 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 the arkansas game and all of those things man And, and i told her i said no I said, I'm not going back. I told you that. Like, the LSU game, I said, I'm not going back. I'm just not doing it, Kelsey. And so when Cadillac got the interim tag and we caught a little fire, man, like, that—that that is what I'm going to remember in this 2022 season. And I've said it multiple times, man, with, with the bowl game stuff and all this, like, I'm okay with a 2-2 two and two Auburn team going to a bowl game because we're not 5-7. and seven. All right. I don't look at this team as being five and seven. I look at this team as being two and two and should be three and one, honestly. You give the man more than three days to prepare for Mississippi State, we win that football game. Okay? That's just plain and simple. I think I, th- I think if Cadillac has a couple a week or two to prepare for Mississippi State, we win that football game. You could tell in that first half they were lost. And so I look at this two and two Auburn team, absolutely, let's go to a bowl game. You know, and and I know we said last night that uh, we, you know, some sometimes we think the season should just end. But today, man, m- my tone changes with this Hugh Freeze oh, yeah. hire. It, it 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 changes because I'm back to being excited, man. It's a new era. I feel refreshed. I feel like we have a guy that can go toe to toe with the big dogs, man. And like you said, retaining Cadillac and. I hope we can retain a few more guys because I feel like I feel like this recruiting could be sky high. I really do. I, I think this staff, if he puts together the right staff, Dustin, and and I want to get some of your thoughts on that of who you who do you think he might hire. Um, I think this I think this coaching staff could do dangerous things. So let me just ask you, man, who are a couple of guys that you're hearing uh, that you think would would be good fits with Coach Hugh Freeze? Well, we got a confirmation on one thing. Uh, Hugh just tweeted out, because Gus tweeted, happy for my friend Coach Hugh Freeze for getting the Auburn job. It's a special place. You're Mm going to love it. I've also got a couple old sweater vests laying around if you need them. (laughs) Hugh says, you're a dear friend. Thank you so much. I'll I'll take your visors, but pass the sweater vest. So no (laughs) sweater vest for Mr. Freeze. Uh, Listen, we were going to pay Lane Kiffin like $12, $13 a year. Um, he wanted a ridiculous buyout, uh, all kind of crazy stuff. Um, we're paying Hughes 6.5 and, 
a lot of that money can now go to the staff. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna, there's no reason for us not to be, uh, not to assemble, um, you know, top notch staff. Uh, we're all that we're hearing that at least Cadillac's gonna stay. So we'll start there. I would love for him to get a promotion. I don't know if it would be associate head coach, something like that. I believe that that was uh, Zach Etheridge's position going into the season. Mm-hmm. And there's also some strong indications early that Zach has a good chance of staying as well. So I don't know how that would work, but Cadillac's proven over the past month that he's got to be your number two in charge. And there's people inside a huge camp saying that Hugh was fired up to work with Cornell and you didn't have to, you didn't have to twist, you didn't have to twist Hugh's arm. He yeah. gets it. He knows he needs Cadillac and he wants Cadillac and he's mm-hmm. fired up to recruit with him and work with him. So I think you're going to see Caddy get a promotion. He's obviously going to get a raise and boys, he earned that. So start there. Um, Offensive coordinator is really going to be – it's going to be interesting. Do we – do you know if Hugh was calling the plays at Liberty? I'm not sure. Yeah, see, there's a lot of stuff for us to learn. Um, you know, it's just been a while since he's been in the SEC, and there's so many games going on all Saturday. Got to be honest with you, I'm not watching Liberty's. You, you, know um, he, you know he had a hand in it. I mean – Yeah, for sure. I mean, he's, he's that kind of guy, so – yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure how that goes. You know, we'll definitely there'll be all kind of articles and stuff that's come out, and I'll do my own research here in the coming days to truly really see how how he runs this whole thing. Um, I know defensively, like I said, they're talking about keeping Zach uh, on the offensive line. We're hearing a name like Matt Luke go around. I don't know if that's a pipe dream or not, but man, that would really be something. Of uh, you're hearing like T. Will maybe for D coordinator. Mm-hmm. I don't know how real that is. I'm sure he loves and uh, really appreciates the opportunity that Gus has given him, mm-hmm. but also a raise and the pool to come uh, come back and work for your alma mater. It's got to be strong. So I hope that they would give T-Will a big run. Um, it's going to be exciting, man. I'm really – it'll be really interesting to see to see how, how it all – how it all plays out. Um what do, what do you got for offensive coordinator? That's why I just don't really have a lot on that one right now, man. It's also new. Yeah, man. It, it's new. Um, honestly, man, I, I, I really, I really haven't even looked into it at that point. That's why I asked you, uh, what, what you had. I, I know, I know I've seen people, uh, throw out like Mike Hartline and, and things like that. And, um, you know, I know Kendall Browse's name's gonna get thrown out there at some point at Arkansas. Um Garrett Riley. I think that would be a good one if, if we could get him on board. Um Lincoln's brother, of course. Um there's there's a ton of potential out there, man. I, I think the floor uh, I I think the at the floor. <laughs> Look at me. Uh, I think the ceiling uh, for, it's a new day. We got so busy. We're so used to talking about how bad it could be. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I'm still stuck in the potato, the potato era, uh, talking about the floor, man. <laughs> uh, the ceiling, the ceiling, man. For this, for this coaching staff, uh, I think it's amazing. I, I think 
we could we could do a lot. I, I think we could come in next year. We hit the portal hard. It opens up December fifth. Um, I think it could be absolutely nasty. You know, I, if we've already saw Landon King come back, so I think there's promise, man. I think there's promise. Um, and like you said, I know people have thrown around Will Muschamp as D.C. to come back, and I don't know if that's a pipe dream as well over at Georgia being an analyst. I don't know if he would ever come back to Auburn. I, I would hope so. But just looking at the opportunities, man, that this coaching staff has, if he hires the right guys, I think Auburn is fully back to being a contender, Dustin. I'm with you. And, dude – you look at what at Hugh Freeze did with a guy that we had in Malik Willis. Yeah. How can you not be excited for what he's going to do with Robbie Ashford? And I love me some recruiting. It's just fun to me. I've talked about it before. I'm a recruiting nerd. I am so freaking excited for this next month because it's been dead for a year. I mean, I go on my on these recruiting websites, and I'm looking, and I'm like, wait a minute, we're only in a race for three alignment right now. Shit, we should be in there with fifteen. Yep, that's not going to be a problem under Hugh Freeze. Hugh Freeze gets it. Yep. Hugh Freeze is competent. Hugh Freeze is hungry. Yep. Hugh Freeze is ready to shut some people up. And it's sad that he's going to have to shut up some people in our own fan base. Mm-hmm. But that's fine. I look forward to it. Uh, boy, some of this, some of this stuff, man. Some of this stuff these people are saying. I'm just looking at this one right now. It's just out of this world. Uh, y'all are all going to be proven wrong, and I can't wait. And this man can coach. This man can coach, and we've got, we've got some talent in that wide receiver room. We do, dude. And Dustin, we have talent. Like, we have talent. You can watch our offense, all right? Outside, we have talent. In the backfield, we have talent. At quarterback, we have talent. You saw it against Alabama. Nine played his ass off. I don't care what anybody says. Hurt. Hurt. We all know what the injury was now. On his throwing shoulder. Saturday, he played his ass off. And, I mean, it it wasn't hard to see. It was right there in front of us. He might have been growing up in front of our eyes, Dustin. We have talent. And all these people, Dustin, saying Gus 2.0, man, go go shove it, man. Go shove it. Give this guy a chance. Give him a chance because I guarantee you if Brian Harson can win six games at Auburn, what can Hugh do for Auburn? All right? That's where I'm at, Dustin. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you. And like my man Darren Bates said, y'all can be mad at everything. I never liked Harson from day one, but gave him a chance. Now you got a no winner. Be in the SEC, et cetera. Now y'all want to cry about it. Just yep. shut up and get on board. Love it. Love everything about it, Dustin. Man, Dustin, I'll be honest with you. I'm excited. Uh, I love it, man. I just feel energy back inside the program. That new $90 million facility, NIL with On to Victory. Man, I just think Auburn is back in football, man. I really do believe that. I'm so excited. Uh, and, and as we wrap this one up, Dustin, I'll give you the floor for your final thoughts, brother. 
man. <laughs> couldn't have felt more pessimistic last night mm-hmm. and uh, couldn't be more optimistic today. Yep. This is this is a guy that I've wanted for some time. I genuinely, I feel, I've always thought very highly of Hugh Freeze, the coach. Yep. And now Hugh Freeze, like you just mentioned, has the most ridiculous football center. Dude, that, that thing is crazy, man. Yep. Uh, he's got that brand new, brand new. Uh, Clay Russell, what you doing, buddy? <laughs> Clay Russell, what you doing, buddy? Like, come on. <laughs> come on, Let's man. go. Let's go. I'm telling you, dude. We're sitting here talking, Blake, about how the the detractors are going to get on board yeah. When the season starts and we're winning games, mm-hmm. I'm interested to see where they're at in three weeks. Yeah. Because I know what's going to happen. Because with a non-existing recruiting head coach, we're still right outside the top 30. Yeah. That ain't, man, we got, didn't we get a guy today? Yeah, we got a guy today. <laughs> yeah. Listen, man, this thing's, this thing's about to pop. Portal's going to open. And listen, we're going to lose some people. Don't freak out when some people leave. This is part of it now. Yep. Especially at a big program like Auburn, you're going to have guys that were the big fish in their pond that haven't got to play, and they're going to leave. That's just it's going to happen everywhere. Don't freak out when people leave because Brother Hugh is going to bring them in, <laughs> and I just cannot wait to see what. Dude, I guarantee you we have eight to ten new offensive linemen. I guarantee you we have eight to ten new offensive linemen come January. Mm. I, I I cannot wait, dude. Um, ten out of ten higher, home run. Everybody that was responsible for it, sticking to your guns, making the right hire for Auburn, being a man, and making a making a boss decision. Thank you, thank you that we are not introducing Coach Jeff Bronx. Thank you that we are not introducing Coach Jeff Grimes. Thank mm. you. We have a football coach that knows how to recruit and win games in the South, and this thing is about to pop off, man. I cannot wait. Mm. Yeah, Dustin, I, I agree 100%, man. I'm excited. It's a great day to be an Auburn Tiger. You yes, got to – you got to be excited. You got to jump on board, man. Everybody's on board. I know I I commented with Brad Lester earlier, and he said, "Hey, man, let's be honest. People make mistakes. It is what it is. We're here to win football games. I'm on board. You get on board. Everybody get on board and back head coach Hugh Freeze." And with that, Dustin, I'm going to end it with a war damn eagle, brother. War damn eagle. And we're out. That'll do it. We'll catch you on the next one. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 